Good afternoon, good morning. This is Mark Johnson at CEO of Loyalty 360. Welcome everyone back to another episode of our Loyalty 360 podcast series. In this series, we talk to the leaders uh, in customer channel and brand loyalty about what they're seeing on the front lines in the industry. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Matt's Winter, who is the director of product for Air Canada. How are you today, Matt? Very good, and how about you? Doing well, thanks for asking. It's sunny, had a nice relaxing weekend with soccer, so I'm always uh, happy to have uh, I have that. Watch my kids play a little bit. They haven't had it for a while, so uh, it was a good weekend for me. Thank you for asking. So, can you give us a brief introduction to Air Canada and and your role with the organization? I'm sure everyone's pretty much familiar with what uh, who Air Canada is, but uh, you know, would love to know a little bit more about Air Canada and obviously your role with the organization. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, Air Canada, we are um, you know Canada's. Uh, Black uh, carrier um, and uh, largest airline, uh, largest network carrier, and um, uh, within the Air Canada organization, my role is uh, essentially to design the uh, customer experience and the product that we're seeing both on the ground and in the air, um, excluding um, areas such as connectivity and, and seating and uh, in-flight entertainment. Um, but a very uh, high focus on the customer journey throughout the check-in process, uh, throughout the airport experience, uh, the premium products that we're offering uh, to our customers, such as the uh, designing the, um, the Maple Leaf lounges, the signature suites, um, our ultra-premium BMW chauffeur service, um, and then also setting the uh, standards uh, for our onboard experience, so the uh, types of uh, food that's being served, um, the partnerships we have with our celebrity chefs, um, the amenity kits, uh, pillows, blankets, all these, uh, these amenities that our customers get to uh, experience and enjoy when they're flying with, uh, with Air Canada. So a very, um, very interesting portfolio and uh, it's certainly been very interesting times over the last uh, few months as we uh, constantly have and had to adapt the product and um, what the customer experience looks like and the growing importance of bio uh, safety and uh, really other initiatives that uh, keep the safety of our employees and customers at the uh, the forefront of everything that we're designing and everything that we're, we're, we're doing. That's awesome. And, and recently, Air Canada announced the reopening of its Maple Leaf lounges. Uh, I know you have some new procedures that are focused on you know the customer and employee well-being. Can you tell us a bit more about the lounges, uh, how you guys are reopening and kind of the plans for reopening going forward? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, so um, we just just reopened our first uh, Maple Leaf Lounge um, and that is the Maple Leaf Lounge located at the Delta Gates in uh, Toronto Pearson. It's uh, traditionally been a lounge that's open to customers going on to domestic flights. Um, however, because of the uh, changes to the airport layout uh, as a result of uh, the reduction in traffic, um, international customers can also access uh, that particular Maple Leaf Lounge. And um, it's, uh, it's really been, uh, you know, the first facility that we've reopened at our Toronto hub, our main um, hub airport. We're definitely looking at uh, the opportunities that are in our additional hubs here in Canada, so Vancouver, uh, Montreal, Calgary, all on the uh, immediate roadmap to uh, to be reopened over the next month or so. We're also looking at a couple of our overseas locations, 
um, that are definitely of interest to, to reopen. Um, but before we're able to uh, welcome our customers back, it's really a complete redesign of the facility and the experience. So in the most um, you know, traditional or the uh, I guess easiest example to take is on you know, food and beverage. So traditionally, everything was served uh, buffet style in, in our Maple Leaf lounges. Um, the bars were generally, at most locations, uh, self-service. But of course, with the new reality, um, you know, we're completely revamping um, that product and the experience around um, food and beverage. So we've introduced, uh, for example, a mobile application that customers can order uh, their food item directly to their seat. Um, it's activated simply by scanning the QR code next to a seat and the uh, menu of what's available is, is, uh, is pulled up on, on the smartphone automatically. Uh, all the food items are uh, individually packaged and wrapped. Um, so one of our associates will either bring the item directly to the customer, or there's a centralized uh, pickup position in the lounge that uh, facilitates that process. Um, our complete bar offering is now assisted, at, uh, will be assisted at every single uh, Maple Leaf Lounge. So uh, we'll be again serving the customer. Um, so just that in itself, um, you know, it does present some, uh, some logistical uh, challenges to set up and to facilitate. Of course, we need to include all the traditional biosafety um, measures such as floor decals and um, floor markers and plexiglass barriers at the uh, welcome desks. Um, we need to have um, stringent cleaning protocols and training of the, uh, those uh, protocols with our service providers. So we're actually one of the few airlines globally that has elected to now have formal washroom uh, attendance uh, in our facilities. So we, we have a dedicated team uh, that's responsible to sanitize and clean the, the washrooms after every usage. Um, inside the lounge environment, we also want to make sure that all the tables and, and chairs are, are sanitized and cleaned again after every single usage. Um, of course, we're making hand sanitizers available. Um, we uh, require it of our customers and employees to wear uh, face coverings. Um, we also have temperature screening protocols, uh, health questions for our employees. So again, it's, um, you know, it, it's a very different experience than from when we uh, unfortunately had to close the lounges uh, back in March. Um, but that's, of course, all with uh, the intent to have a, a safe and secure environment for, for our eligible customers. So that was um, you know, a little bit the approach we've taken with, uh, with Toronto. It's going to be a similar approach that we're taking with our other locations that will be reopening. It's the end-to-end walkthrough of the facility from the moment someone steps into the area, whether it's the elevator, uh, whether it's the, uh, the welcome desk, and then how do we maintain um, you know, that safe, uh, secure, and sanitized environment uh, while still providing an industry-leading product and still providing you know, all the amenities that customers are asking for, um, and, and, and again, doing that in a, in a safe, uh, safe manner. And just to expand maybe a little bit on, on technology, I think, um, you know, we all know that technology is, is going to pay, play a very, very key role in, in facilitating that safe and secure environment. So if we're thinking about entry into the lounge environment, um, there's ways of automating that. Um, so now we're requiring customers to scan their boarding passes as they're going into the lounge. Um, but there's, of course, self-scanning technology that we've already installed um, at one of our facilities. So we'll be ready when the Air Canada Cafe in Toronto reopens with a 
traditional self-scanning device, but there's opportunity scaling that. Um, newspapers and magazines having those digitalized, and we have a Canadian partner, Press Reader, uh, that we're working with to uh, make sure all the uh, newspapers and, and magazines are going to be available in, in digital format for our customers. Um, making sure that we have um, uh, tablets available, iPads available for customers that might not have, um, you know, a smartphone with them. Uh, we're thinking about um, elderly passengers, for example, making sure that they have the technology tools available to uh, take advantage of the uh, the product offering, and things like the innovations with regards to to meal pre-order. I mean, technology and, and and a whole touchless environment as a result is really going to be key as we as we move forward in uh, scaling up lounge operations and as well as other parts of the, the customer journey. You balance that with some of the kind of provisions that may the airport may be putting in, right? So you talked about uh, temperless, uh, temperature screening and some of the others that your uh, safety bureau like we have here in the US. How do you balance that? Do you work in coordination with them? I would think Montreal could be different than what they're doing in Canada, potentially, and Canada, uh, sorry, what they're doing in Toronto, and Toronto could be different than Vancouver. Um, is that something that you guys have to take into consideration, the kind of the, the local logistical challenge that may arise? Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, in terms of um, lounge operations, uh, definitely we, um, you know, we have to comply to public health rules. Um, you know that that apply that are unique to to each location, and um, and so that's part of the review process um, as we're sort of scaling up operations is to sit down with the airport authorities, is to sit down with uh, public health and understand what the requirements are, and uh, our goal is never just to meet those requirements but to actually exceed those, um, and to make sure that really um, whatever environment that we're creating, whatever product we're designing, whatever customer experience we're designing. Um, we can confidently stand behind and say it is absolutely safe uh, to be in the Maple Leaf Lounge. It is absolutely safe to be in the, in the lounge environment. And we've taken every single precaution that's available to us and potentially more um, to facilitate and maintain that, um, that safe environment. So that is a very integral part of the uh, ramp up of the operation is to, to ensure that we, uh, we meet all the regulatory framework um, that we uh, requirements that we need to adhere to, um, but then also to uh, further strengthen that with uh, some of our own internal expectations um, and, and requirements. Okay. Uh, so when you look at customers, how they're changing their expectations, you know, uh, safety and security now are obviously front and center. Uh, customers are always changing, right? It's rapidly changing with regard to product expectations or customer experience expectations. But now you have to look at safety and security. How do you see these, these changes impacting your relationship with your customers and its ability to enhance and drive customer loyalty? It's an excellent question, Mark. So I think, you know, traditionally, um, you know, a lot of the uh, focus was to compete on you know, product, um, you know, especially here at Air Canada, I mean, we spend a lot of time and energy designing, you know, premium experience that really positioned um, Toronto and our hubs in, in Montreal and, and Vancouver as, um, you know, premier, gate, premier gateways um, to connect through and, and to travel uh, to the world. 
And so if we're thinking about the signature suite portfolio, we're thinking about the BMW chauffeur service, um, leveraging our concierge services. So it was really about uh, providing a, a personalized experience um, that's industry leading with a lot of very interesting and premium attributes along the way. And, you know, our thinking is, um, is definitely still that we want to um, have a product that's extremely competitive and extremely um, relevant to customers. Um, but we definitely need to overlay the element of security um, to the entire customer journey. And, um, and so it really becomes, um, you know, uh, having uh, or an approach where we have biosafety standards first, um, where we really uh, look at the uh, requirements from a, a safety perspective and, and uh, biosecurity perspective to make sure that we um, integrate uh, elements such as temperature screening, face mask wearing, uh, health questions, um, uh, cleaning protocols. We, we look at those first and then from that derive how does the actual product look like? And what can we then do in terms of how we deliver certain product attributes? So if we look at um, you know, newspapers and magazines, yes, we're not gonna have um, you know, physical uh, copies of those available um, going forward, but we will have them available in, in, in digital format. If we're thinking about food and beverage, well, we still wanna have a very, very good um, you know, F&B program, but the delivery of it is, is very, very different. And, you know, we, we always challenge ourselves and we challenge the team to come up with new ideas. So as we'll be opening the Maple Leaf Lounge, we've actually um, introduced two items to the, uh, to the uh, F&B offering that we didn't have previously. So we're actually uh, having a kid's menu now um, that customers can order um, directly from their, from their seats. So during meal times, we have uh, special options for, for kids. And um, we're also introducing one of our celebrity chef partners into the lounge environment, uh, the Maple Leaf Lounge environment. So we have uh, Chef Antonio Park, who actually is curating um, one of the options that we're serving at dinner time. So, I mean, we've worked with uh, our celebrity chef, uh, Chef Hawksworth, for the signature suite menu in the past. Um, and we've had uh, his offering in uh, some of our Maple Leaf Lounges, international Maple Leaf Lounges over the years. Um, but as we're sort of restarting again our um, our product, um, you know, we still want to innovate. We still want to um, provide this, um, you know, premium experience to our customers. Just because we we need to um, present or we want to present uh, food in a prepackaged, um, you know, box doesn't mean that we can't be innovative or we can't be creative. And so that's that's I think the challenge that you know uh, we have now and the challenge that, um, you know, certainly put to the team to make sure that we are still finding um, ways to be innovative, uh, ways to be industry leading within the whole new world of, um, of maintaining uh, biosafety as, as, as sort of the, the guiding framework and the number one principle with, with everything that we're doing. That's awesome. And your employees obviously play a, a huge part in ensuring uh, customer safety throughout, you know, every touch point with Air Canada and, and during the travel experience, uh, even, even, you know, either domestic or international. Um, how have you worked with employees from a training perspective, engagement standpoint, getting their feedback? Because I'm sure like in other industries, there's some trepidation about going back to work. How serious is the virus? What are the safety protocols? How did you kind of engage them as you, uh, you know, go about reopening the lounges? Mm -hmm. That's a very, very good question. So 
I mean, it, it's really all about, um, you know, transparency and working very, very closely with uh, our lounge operators to uh, make sure that we have, uh, you know, procedures in place that are well understood um, and that there's really, um, you know, very clear uh, understanding of why we're doing certain things. Um, you know, what's the importance uh, of, uh, um, of ensuring that, uh, you know, employees are being truthful about answering health questions? What's the importance of making sure that we are diligent in taking temperature before the start of every shift? And most importantly, creating and having that environment of trust where, um, you know, we all work together as a team and we all understand why certain things are so important right now and why, um, you know, there's really, uh, you know, no, um, I don't want to say no room for error, but why it is so important to be to be truthful and uh, and to have that um, uh, again environment where employees are feeling really really comfortable about um, being honest, um, understanding why we're doing certain things, um, understanding why it is important to be wearing a face mask at all times, um, why we're you know we're setting the example as well um, you know for our customers. And so it, it really is about having these uh, open and transparent channels of communication with everyone, um, making sure that there's a very thorough understanding of why we're implementing certain uh, policies and procedures, and then being available for feedback and, and really working through this um, collectively. I mean, we, you know, we design ultimately the, the product, but uh, the execution of it is, is fully dependent on um, you know, our working in the lounges and so we need to make sure that uh, we have full buy-in from them we have full confidence uh, from them and that what we're doing is, is right and and relevant and appropriate and really create this um, overarching environment of, of trust and uh, and support where um, everyone knows we're working in this together and there is no um, uh, you know there's no uh, reason why anyone um, you know uh, uh, should not understand why we're doing certain things. So I think that's that's really sort of what it comes down to, and that's the approach that we've had with our service provider, opening up Toronto, and it's certainly a commitment that we're uh, we're making as we're reopening the other lounges is to have uh, those similar conversations and really making sure everyone is uh, is is comfortable um, and uh, again understands uh, why we're doing certain things um, so that we can then set ourselves up for success. Uh, What's been the most uh, valuable thing you've learned or maybe even the biggest challenge that you faced during this reopening process or, you know, during this time of transformation uh, for Air Canada? What's been the biggest challenge or uh, most valuable thing you've learned? That's a good question, Mark. I think the, um, you know, certainly one of the challenges I think that we've seen, um, you know, over the past few uh, few months is really, um, uh, you know, keeping up to speed with uh, so many changes and, and innovations um, as they were happening, and um, and really making sure that we, um, you know, stay ahead of the curve and um, anticipate what will be the next important thing, and anticipate what will be important in, in driving customer confidence and making sure that the uh, the travel journey is uh, is safe. So. Um, you know, we were uh, a leader when it com comes to many of the, the safety initiatives from uh, mandatory face uh, coverings to temperature screening um, to uh, our cleaning protocols. Um, and, and even today, I mean, bringing this back again to the, to the lounge environment, leveraging, you know, electrostatic sprayers inside the, the lounge environment as well, which, um, uh, you know, we're, again, one of the few airlines that are, that are doing that. 
and so as to to constantly uh, stay ahead of the curve um, and staying up to date with uh, the research on COVID-19, staying up to date with um, all the recommendations and uh, requirements from a variety of, uh, of regulatory bodies, and then really taking all that information and uh, and uh, implementing it and implementing it quickly and uh, staying ahead of uh, the curve, anticipating what might be next. So I think that was um, that was probably the biggest challenge, um, but it was uh, definitely a fun challenge to uh, to work through, and um, uh, it certainly kept uh, I think everyone uh, sort of on on their toes over the past uh, few months. Excellent. I think the last question I have for you is: What have you heard back from your customers uh, as you've evolved your safety and security standards, and and are you incorporating customer feedback into the processes going forward? What are you hearing? Positive, negative, neutral? What are, what are they telling you? Yeah. So absolutely. I mean, customer feedback is uh, just like employee feedback. One of the key metrics that we use to uh, determine, um, you know, what the customer experience should look like and, and and what the product should look like. So as we as we move throughout, um, as we've moved throughout the last couple of, uh, of months, we actually have a weekly customer sentiment tracker that specifically looks at the customer journey and uh, provides feedback on perception, um, but also on uh, ranking us in terms of how we're handling um, uh, our procedures and uh, our product at the different uh, different touch points. So that is something that we're looking at and reviewing on a, on a weekly basis. And we're certainly seeing um, a large number of our customers uh, being uh, very pleased with the initiatives that we've taken uh, throughout the customer journey. And so one of the examples there that um, might be very relevant is that when we um, implemented touchless uh, backdrop and we were the, uh, the first airline in, in Canada and uh, one of the first airlines uh, globally to really have an end-to-end uh, touch-free backdrop process in the check-in lobby at uh, some of our airports, um, we saw uh, our scores in confidence and um, sort of uh, perception of safety in the airport environment uh, increased significantly. And so, um, you know, we, we've, uh, we're definitely monitoring um, ch- check-in, uh, security, the boarding gate, uh, the lounge environment, the onboard experience, um, what our customers are telling us, and very much identifying initiatives um, that alleviate concern and that drive that, um, you know, that confidence in, in traveling with us. And we're uh, very adaptable in, in the research as well. So as we're looking at uh, new initiatives uh, in the pipeline, we're adding um, questions, uh, research questions specifically to that to give us that data point, um, you know, over a couple of weeks' time to substantiate um, that what we're doing is, is is definitely what we should be doing. And uh, and so, uh, customer and employee uh, research is definitely a, a very integral and fundamental part in. In everything that we're uh, we're doing, and um, uh, as I said, we we definitely received some uh, very favorable comments um, along the journey, um, given the initiatives that we've uh, we've implemented um, from check-in uh, through the uh, the boarding gate through our onboard environment, and now we're just uh, obviously looking forward to getting some of the uh, scores from the lounge environment um, now that we've just opened our our first Maple Leaf lounge. Okay, great. Well, Matt, uh, Matt, thank you very much for taking the time to speak with us today. I uh, appreciate the time, and it was great to hear about what you're doing 
uh, as you reopen the lounges, focusing on both the customers and also your employees uh, and, you know, the amazing Air Canada brand. It was uh, very uh, educational for myself and uh, I'm sure our readers will like it as well. So thank you very much for taking the time. Well, thanks, uh, thanks, Mark, for uh, for having me. And uh, um, I think just uh, just in closing, um, you know, it's definitely uh, it's definitely safe to travel. I think um, you know we at Air Canada and uh, many of our industry partners have implemented a number of initiatives um, uh, over the past few uh, to make air travel a very very safe means of uh, of transportation. Um, and I mean safe, obviously, in the name here in uh, biosecurity. Um, and, uh, and so I think uh, we can confidently tell uh, everyone that it is uh, perfectly fine to get onto an aircraft. It's perfectly fine to go into an airport, into, an, into a lounge. There's a multi-layered approach to biosafety that we all have to make sure everyone is safe and secure. Um, and so hopefully, um, you know, uh, with uh, some of the answers that we provided, um, gives a bit more background to everything that we are doing on our side to really make sure that everyone um, customers and employees alike are, are safe. So I uh, really appreciate the invitation, Mark, and uh, thanks for the interview. Absolutely. Thank you very much.